You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Scandariato with Red Metal Properties. And today we have a special guest here with us, uh, Maurice Pillogine. And Maurice has a very interesting story. He's a senior executive, real estate investor, and entrepreneur. He's been to hundreds of different countries. Uh, he used to be a federal agent and police officer. And uh, what we're going to speak to about today is he's currently the founding managing partner of Quattro Capital, and he has a passion for living life, leveraging different freedom principles that we speak about a lot on this show, financial freedom, time freedom, geographic freedom, purpose, you know, relationship freedom. And the way he was able to do that and achieve these types of goals is through real estate investing. So uh, it was brought to my attention that Maurice uh, recently, I believe it was this year, maybe last year, uh, this year, okay, this year um, it quit his W-2 job to pursue his passions. And one of his passions include real estate investing. So we really want to dive into his story and understand why he made that decision and what led him to make this decision. Uh, usually when we have these podcasts, they're one of the top downloaded episodes because a lot of people are trying to do the same thing that Maurice has been able to achieve. And um, Reese is coming at us right now from Washington, around Washington, D.C. And uh, I know he splits his time uh, between there and what was the country again? Mediterranean? Cyprus. Oh, the Mediterranean region, but mainly Cyprus. Excellent. Excellent. Well, great. Well, Maurice, definitely want to hear your story. How did you start out in real estate? Yeah, man. Thank you for um, having me on. Um, so for me, so let me, I guess I'll start with where I am because that's uh, might be helpful because I know we all go back to the beginning. But so where I am is I'm 46. I'm a, I'm a father of two. Um, I've been investing in real estate since I was 21 years old. And this year, as you mentioned, I finally retired from Accenture, which is the global management consulting firm where I was working for 25 years. So I never left. Um, I was always in the military as well, and I retired from the military on the reserve side. I was a federal agent in the military, retired in late 2019. And then the most recent one, besides Accenture, which was October 31st of this year, was I was also a street cop in D.C., and I retired in September 30th of this year. All that to say, um, working is a good thing. It had certainly helped me along my own journey, but to your point, real estate was definitely the catalyst that allowed me to leave everything at this point for sure that's awesome so you've been investing at a young age you said 23 yeah um, yeah yeah so sure. so what like how did you start what was your first investment property or was yeah. you on the brokerage side like what 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 was the first sure and uh, listen for me real estate's a tool it's not a destination i use it to live life really well um somewhere in my early 20s i figured out um I had this notion of freedom. I did. I, I vividly remember thinking about it and not wanting to sit at a desk my entire life, right? So I graduated from University of Virginia, went, got recruited by then Anderson Consulting, which turned into Accenture nowadays. And I, the company's great. I loved it. Obviously, I stayed 25 years. But I was reading the book Personal Finance for Dummies. It sparked something in me. There was a passage on passive income. I put two and two together that you can get passive income from real estate and that doing so would divorce your need to have it, to have to physically be somewhere to generate money. 
That intrigued me. Um, 2003, I bought my first place, but it was just a place to live. So no, no big deal, right? But, you know, timing worked, Anthony, because the, it was the beginning of a boom cycle back then. I bought it. Three months later, it was worth 30 grand more. My father explained equity to me. I went to the library. We didn't have Google, not really yet. Yahoo was just like just starting. Went to the library, read a ton of books. And by the end of the year, I had bought 10 more places. That's just how it started. I realized in one transaction that I had made someone's salary. And that is significant. And that's what started my real estate journey. It started with me buying condos for a 15-year period, slowly paying them off over time, and then creating passive income with them. Now, do those condos, they, do you still own them or have you sold out of them? Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, I still own a majority of them. I, I got up to 35 single-family homes in my time self-managing, so that was a, a mess. Um, but the ones that appreciated in value, I used some of the capital from that and then some of my income and slowly paid off the other ones. So I found myself with 18 paid off places in 2014. And I, I still have 15 or so, I think 15 or 16 of them to this day. So it seems like that's a lot of condos and single family homes. Um, sure. So how did you get to the point of, you know, and you mentioned you're in your, your mid, mid 40s, you said? Mid 40s, yeah. Yeah. So, so what just made you decide to leave your long career with the Accenture and you know, as a police officer and whatnot in DC. Yeah. You know, life is more than, we have 28,000 days on average on this planet, man. Like 79 years is the average lifespan for a human. It's 28,000 days. When you look at it that way, I'm in my mid forties. I have 11,000 and change left. I'm very particular about how I spend my time, where I spend it, what I'm doing. I could, um, I'm no longer doing the single family stuff. I switched over into apartment complexes and mobile home communities and other investments. Like I own a bunch of restaurants and stuff. I could have just stayed working in DC, continued to climb the ladder and things of that nature. It, it, it was never in the cards for me because I'm not waiting till I'm 60 years old to live life as we were intended to on this planet. So the hundred or so countries that I've been to almost 300 times, that's not a reflection of me trying to see every country. That's a reflection of me trying to live the way that I want to live because I know we have a finite amount of time on this planet. So if I have enough passive income coming in now to take care of my basic needs and then some, and we'll talk about Quattro in a bit, but, and I can affect my own goals of helping people through Quattro Capital, which I started two years ago, then it's time for me to leave corporate, not have an integrity gap where I tell people, oh no, you can create money and leave when you want. And, um, I, you know, bottom line is I needed the time to go do other things on this planet. So now I'm developing real estate overseas in Cyprus, among other things. So now is just the time to go. It was just time. That's awesome. So you mentioned Quattro. So tell us about Quattro and your mission. Sure. So I started Quattro Capital with four partners in late 2019. Um, the jump from single family to multifamily was not a financial jump per se, as much as it was I needed a new challenge because I was had been executing on that single family approach for a long time. Um, but I had done a few deals on my own, uh, a couple of LPs, and I started doing a bunch of GP deals on my own. Uh, one of my friends who I met at a real estate conference, my now partner, Aaron Hudson, she was on stage talking about her charity in, in Nicaragua, and I donated a bunch of money to it. We stayed tight. And uh, she asked me to sponsor her and some other folks on a deal later. 
That was a 36 unit deal in Knoxville, Tennessee. That was our first deal as a team together. And it went so well, we decided to stay together. And you start to see if you align with the right people, uh, right value systems, same integrity as you, all those types of things, you can move faster, farther together. So if you fast forward to today, Quattro Capital, we've done 21 apartment complexes in just under two years. In the last 12 months, we've done 100 million in acquisitions. We have, I don't know, hundreds of investors now. I think we've probably raised 40 to 50 million of, of capital now. Um, and it has just been one heck of a ride. And it's called Quattro Capital because we operate by pillars, people, properties, you know, people, property, profits, and philanthropy. You got to do right by people. You got to do right by residents. It's always about people. Pick the right properties. I'll never be a slumlord. We'll generate the right profits doing the right things. Um, and then use a portion of that to do good things around the world through philanthropic efforts, right? Um, so that's kind of how Quattro started, and we are just tearing it up organically. It might seem like a lot, but in fact, it all happened organically, and we're still enjoying it, and then some. Yeah, well, congratulations to you and your team's success. It sounds like some pretty quick uh, growth, and, yeah, and now sure. becoming a little bit more steady growth, which is good, as, sure. assuming that's what you want, and I love the pillar Blocks. I think that's really important for, for a company to have in, in order to maintain that. And yeah, just, you don't lose sight of what you're doing. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, one of, for folks who are listening, because I, I know you help people kind of get into this space and what have you, there, there's a choice to be made, I think, of do you want to grow your entity so big that you, you can become a brick and mortar or whatever it is that you want to do? Do you want to keep it as a lifestyle business? Do you want to keep it totally virtual so you can float around this planet and do things that you want to do and what have you? For, for me personally, it's that. It is, I know that I can do real estate anywhere on this planet. I just need this laptop, this cell phone that I leave with constantly. I have my partners. I'm, I'm leaving it there. I don't want employees. I don't want brick and mortar. Um, I, I automate and optimize everything. We outsource a lot of stuff. We virtualize our mail. We have third-party property managers. Like I am enjoying what I'm doing because I help a lot of our investors put capital for the future, go after their legacy, take care of their grandkids, create passive income now. Some of my investors have even left their W-2 because they're making enough money from real estate. Um, you know, I'm not a street cop anymore where I'm helping people out on the, let's say, from crime and all that type of stuff, but I am helping people in a very different way. And for that, uh, I'm very grateful for how everything has turned out. That's excellent. So you mentioned Tennessee. What other markets are you in? Yeah, so we're primarily Southeast, but there, there's been one shift. So um, Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina, Texas, which is kind of an outlier, but two of, two of the partners live in Texas, so it's fine. Um, we just closed a 276-unit, two-property portfolio in Evansville, Indiana, which is having nice, consistent, slow growth, which is what we want. Um, and then we just acquired in Northern Alabama, Huntsville, MSA, which we're going to grow there. And, you know, anytime we move into an MSA, because it has the right salary growth, populations doing well, year-over-year rent growth is doing well, um, we go in with the specific intent of building scale. So we're not, we don't do one-offs. You can reduce your operating expenses, as you know, if you build scale, have your property manager grow with you the operating costs will get less over time, right? Um, 
So in Alabama, for example, we bought one entry starter 20 unit place. And now we just about have a two to 300 unit project under contract because we know we're going to grow in that market because all the, all the indicators tell us, tell us so. So um, those are the markets we're in. That's excellent. And then you, you mentioned very similarly to Tennessee, you started out smaller. You bought yes. a 32 unit mm-hmm. and the same thing with Alabama, you bought a 20 unit. Now you're buying over 200. That's right. So can you kind of speak to that? And I see a lot of uh, sponsors make the mistake of trying to go after the shiny 300 unit objects. <laughs> they they change the shiny ball right away. Yeah. Um, there are good properties everywhere, everywhere. Like a, a property just has four walls and a roof on it, but you really need to have a market that's truly emerging or is stable or what have you. What, one of the best ways you can get into a market just, just do a deal. A smaller deal is fine because what that does is it signals to the brokers in that region that you are serious about that market, you have entered that market, and then they will start to consider you when they have larger deals come to the fold. Um, so we did it. It was intentional. If, if you are an operating crew and you're going into a market fresh and they've never seen you there before, even if you've done stuff in other areas of the country, you're still going to get some attention, but there's no credibility yet in that market. One of the very easiest ways to do it is just get, go after a smaller deal where your buying power is that much stronger. Okay, get the deal up and running, insert your property manager who's going to grow with you, and then find a larger deal. And that's been somewhat our game plan wherever we've, wherever we've gone, although Evansville was a little bit different. But the Evansville deal, even though it's almost 300 was from a previous broker who did another deal with us. So he, we already had the credibility with the broker. Got it. And when you're talking about partnering with investors, you're talking about syndications. Is that correct? Yeah, we're syndicators, okay. traditional ad value, workforce housing, BNC in a BNC area. And on those smaller deals that you started out with, were those syndications as well? No, no. So no. So we bought them internally, right? So we'll, we'll, we will do, because, um, you know, we will do larger scale uh, syndications where, of course, we'll have 50, 100, 150 LPs. That, that's fine. We will also do smaller scale joint ventures so we can have 10 people um, who are actively part because a lot of our investors or some of them have an interest of learning, you know, kind of how you make the secret sauce, if you will. Right. They want to operate with you. and I, So we'll do a joint venture. Um, but those smaller entry deals into markets will either be a small joint venture where you just have a few people or a quattro will buy it outright. And we've done that a couple of times now. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's got to be worth it for um, it to be a syndication. Yeah, $1.5 million property for 30 people doesn't, doesn't make sense. But for us as a few partners, it would make sense. That's excellent. And so you mentioned, and I want to just dive into this piece a little bit, yeah. the, the freedom that it gives you to travel and basically, you know, operate virtually. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit more. I know you, you know, you mentioned your mail, your property managers, they're all basically outsourced. Yeah. Um, you know, what's, what other systems have you used, you know, especially on the investor relations side, sure. and deal side to, to systematize? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw yeah. some tools out there. But uh, I'll just uh, frame all that by saying or reminding what I said at the beginning. I said real estate's just a tool so you can go live life the way you want to. The way that I want to live life is through those freedom principles that you alluded to at the beginning. Financial freedom is an easy one to understand. 
Uh, time freedom is an easy one to understand. The geographic freedom is really important to me. Um, I don't buy a lot of stuff. I minimize everything. I'm somewhat of a minimalist. I don't receive mail anywhere. It all comes into an online interface called Earth Class Mail. I don't cut the grass. I outsource it. We have that too. What's that? We have Earth Class Mail too. Earth Earth Class Mail for anybody who's listening. Fantastic tool. Fantastic tool. I the way I organize not only my quattro capital business but my personal life is do I have the ability to get up and leave DC and live somewhere else in this planet for four months? If I if if something impacts that outside of my eight year old because there's obviously school semantics in there, but if something impacts that, then I won't generally do it. You know what I mean? Because that's just what makes me happy is moving around. Um, but some of the tools. We use Earth Class Mail is one of them to virtualize mail. Loom is another great tool where instead of having a 30 minute meeting with your partners, if I need to express a spreadsheet to one of my partners or something, I'll put it up on the screen. It records me speaking about the spreadsheet and I can move the cursor around and what have you. So you can explain something visually to someone without having to galvanize 30 minutes of their time. Uh, so that's Loom. Uh, we use Syndication Pro to help manage our our investors. Obviously, we use Zoom. Uh, we have virtual assistants for a few different things. Um, Google Google is our infrastructure, Google Drive, you know, all those types of things. Uh, Slack is a really big one. All of our properties are organized in Slack channels. So when we have communication about something going on at a property, either from an asset management perspective or from an acquisition perspective, we have different channels that we talk about it all the time. So things aren't getting lost in email or again, galvanizing 13 people's time on a phone call. We, that's just not the way to do it. So we'll use Slack to do that. And then there is a myriad of other things. The bottom line is part of this whole real estate thing, it should be in my opinion, or at least it is for me, was to be able to operate in a, in a, in a mode that's free and gives you the ability to live life as you want to live, right? So I keep it that way. My partners are very intentional about us keeping it that way. And in fact, I think we're way more efficient because of it. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Once you put some systems in place and, and you see the power of systems, even though it's costing you money, yeah. it's really in the long run. It's even in the short run, you, you know, it allows you to, like you said, focus on acquiring more deals and right. asset managing, you know, your business plan, you know, more efficiently. Um, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Um, I want to just wind it down. Yeah. I would just want to wind it down now, Maurice. Uh, how can people find you and learn more about you and connect with you? Yeah. Um, again, it's all life related, right? So I'm on Instagram. Uh, I talk about those freedom principles quite a bit, how I execute on them. Um, the travel is always on there. So that's Instagram, just Maurice Philogene, my first name and last name. LinkedIn, I'm extremely active. Uh, Maurice Philogene again. Um, and then from a business perspective, in relation to Quattro Capital, our website is The Quattro Way. Q, the Q-U-A-T-T-R-O-W-A-Y, thequattroway.com. You can find me there. Um, and again, we are ad value investors. So we have projects probably two a quarter, if you will. So for folks looking for limited partner deals, or just to even talk about financial freedom and how to get there and what we've done and all those things. I love to connect with people. So please reach out. Excellent. We'll have a link to Maurice's website and social media platforms in our 
own social media platforms and <laughs> iTunes description. And if you liked what you heard and or saw today, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps Maurice and I get our message out to a greater Absolutely. audience. So we really appreciate that. And again, Maurice, thank you so much for your time and looking forward to staying in touch. Yeah, man, my pleasure. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you.